Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Under Review Show. It's D. Happy Friday, everybody. Hanging out here with uh, Mr. Dave Mason from BetOnline.ag. Dave, uh, we didn't have you on last week, so we got a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, but for starters, thanks for coming back on the show. Good to have you. How are things going in this fine week seven? Um, good, man. I mean, last night we took it in the tailpipe a little bit, the old banana in the tailpipe with uh, the cheese covering with, with the plum. But uh, – <laughs> And the other t- on the under two, but the World Series or not the World Series, the playoff game saved us. So and and the college game is pretty good. So, uh, but yeah, that that, that that Chiefs man, they they murdered us. By the way, I was all over Grinky last night. I, I I crushed it. It was it was so awesome to like double down on cheering against the Yankees and winning some money versus the Yankees. And, and they're, you they're, didn't you didn't send me this pick? Why? I you know what? I don't know. I don't know. We just hadn't talked. But uh, yeah, Shame went after you. it. Well, everybody was all, all all crappy on Greeky. They were like, "Ah, we don't trust them in the playoffs." But I felt I felt like he had something in there, and uh, now they're now they're in deep shit. Those Yankees, they're not. This is going to be a comeback of the ages if it happens. That Houston team is a bloody buzzsaw, isn't it? Like, what do you do? Um, let's get into football though, because we also had a football game go on last night. And the football sure game did. with uh, a couple of things came out of it. Let's start out with um, maybe the biggest. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe the, the biggest point is how bad Joe Flacco is. Is that is that the biggest news story that came out of last night? No, no. Maybe it was. Uh, it was just just Denver overall losing at home. Maybe that was the biggest news story. No, I don't think that was. Uh, any any guesses on what have been the biggest news story coming out of that game last night? Uh yeah. I guess I guess the other quarterback. What's his name? The defending MVP uh, with, the, oh with that God. dislocated knee or whatever the hell was going on there. That was a little spooky. You hate to see that kind of happen on such a uh, young star and a guy who's, who's quickly becoming uh, the face of the league, man. But yeah. um, you know, I guess we're going to find out more today what what the prognosis is, the long term prognosis. But uh. Yeah, I mean, watching the game, I mean, that, geez, that, that was scary how they just popped that knee back in and, uh, and, uh, you, you know, you start thinking, of, of course, then you start, I mean, the, the business side of you, you know, the ruthless business side of you thinks, well, at least, you know, it sucks that it happened, but at least the Broncos should cover now. But no, nah, that wasn't the case. Oh, man. Well, for starters, I mean, uh, are you a believer in the Madden curse at all? Uh, I'm not a really superstitious guy, but you know, she's just that there's gotta be something to that one, isn't there? That's pretty weird. Yeah. I mean, I, every, every time it happens, you dig it up and you go through the list and you're like, wow, that's a pretty significant, um, you know, pretty significant list of like, there's only been like five that haven't had something happen to them, you know? Um, that's pretty wild. So the Madden curse aside, um, yes, popping that knee back in was horrifically crazy looking. Um, Let's talk about how Denver, though, they marched down the field, got, got a touchdown, um, but just two big penalties contributed to that. It wasn't actually sure. them. It was like two. Fool's, it was fool's gold. Total fool's, fool's gold. But, you know, everybody got all all hyped and said, well, this might be a Including me. Including yourself. Including yeah. Um, I got a nice little, you know, bad word tease on that, a CTs on that one. And I was like, all right, here we go. <laughs> yeah. That was it. <laughs> it was game over. Uh, but then Mahomes goes down. I mean. This is how significant is this? I mean, here he is. Here he is. A uh, uh, yeah, yeah. The face of the league, cover of Madden. Um, you, you know, they'd come off two losses in a row. He hadn't been spe- 
spectacular for his standards, by the way. I mean, he'd been spectacular for basically 80% of the other quarterbacks in the league the last two games. But um, coming off two losses, go on the road. Um, they look like they they sort of have their shit together, and then uh, and that pops out. Um, like, what does the – does everybody load up live betting on Denver immediately when that happens? I mean, talking about, like, that sinister business person in everybody when you're betting on it. Like, is that, is yeah, that what right. automatically happens? Um, I mean, shoot, they were playing Denver, so it wasn't, you know, it wasn't loading up as you speak, uh, you know, the, but yeah, bets start coming in. Anytime something like that happens, bets start coming in and, and you know, people don't think that we're adjusting it odds accordingly or anything, but uh, a little bit of action starts coming in on the other side, but you know, you, you know, like I said, they were playing Denver who hasn't been that great. So, um, you know, if they're playing a better team, then, then, yeah, team betters would have been loading up. Yeah, so on that note, it's like, by the way, they they the Mahomesless, the Matt Moore led offense, um, absolutely crazy about um, or watching them just still steamroll a team like Denver on the road. You know, to go in there and just like Tyree Kill. By the way, it's like, well, he's open. I don't care who's throwing the ball to him because he's super fast. And eventually, like if you don't keep an eye on him, he just he just zips away. Um, overall, let's because I, I want to get to the fact that the uh, Kansas City Super Bowl winning odds plummeted after this went down. Um, but that being said, how, how bad did, or how good did Kansas City look without Mahomes last night? And how much do you contribute that to Denver sucking? Well, the defense stepped up, and you know the defense has been kind of. Uh you know, they're, they're Achilles heel here. Right. Um, so I mean, that, that's, that's a positive big time for them. Um, you know, their, their defense stepped up and, uh, you know, that's, that's what teams got a team like this is going to have to do. They're going to defense is going to have to, uh, keep playing like they did last night would have nine sacks on Mr. Flacco and, uh, fumble recovery for a TD. Uh, so, they're going to have to keep that up, right? Um, their, their offense does have weapons. Um, Matt Moore, you know, he, he's an okay backup. He's probably a, definitely a better backup than the average backup. He's been there before. He started games before. He, he's had some success in the league as a spot starter. So it, it all comes down. But, but you know, Mahomes stirs the drink there. He's a straw that stirs the drink. So it's going to be a big win. On, on that injury, you know, that the odds to win the Super Bowl dropped from eight to one to 12 to one. Um, that's kind of a middle of the road kind of number. If Mahomes is out for a couple of weeks, it'll go back closer to eight to one. If he's, uh, if he's gone for a significant period of time or surgery or even end the end of the season, which we hope not, uh, you know, you're, you're talking down close to 21, et cetera. So, uh, 16 20 18 20 to 1 something like that nasty so yeah you know but the thing is you know that that afc minus the patriots that's another thing you got to factor into that uh minus minus the patriots who who the hell is there else in that that afc that's just um you know a no-brainer team that you think is going to be there for the conference championship i mean you know, you got the Patriots again. Baltimore, eh? uh, yeah. Baltimore. Texans, even then, I it's get, like I, I, don't, I, 
that Colts have that great offensive line, but they're still three and two. And, and I mean, just there's there's just no who is that other team besides the Patriots that's going to have a first round buy? I that's a crapshoot right now. Uh, you know, is. two last week, two weeks ago, the Chiefs were the no brainer, but they lost a couple games, and Mahomes is who who knows what's up with him. So. So even he comes back later, whatever, and they lose a few games. I mean, that that AFC is still pretty wide open outside of the Patriots. Yeah, and that's a weird thing too. We're going to find out maybe this weekend. You know, with the, with Houston at home with Oakland, Baltimore going on the um, um, where's Baltimore this week? Are they playing this week? Oh, that's next. Now they're, week. Yeah, yeah, they're Baltimore, Seattle. Seattle. They're on the road to Seattle. Sorry, I was looking at I was looking at next week. I was trying to find Kansas City, uh, right. <laughs> Kansas City. I was Houston on the road versus uh, the Colts, and then. Um, um, yeah, you've got Seattle hosting hosting Baltimore. The, the, those are basically the two things. We're probably three teams right there that we're going to see that that might flesh this out. But that being said, it's like you're right. There was a two dog, two horse race up until last night, and then now you've got a like. How long does it take with a dislocated knee? At a minimum, a regular human is is four to six weeks just to kind of walk again. You know, and you got a you got a pro athlete here. Obviously, he's got the attention of doctors. Like they'll fly him to Helsinki to like go see the kneecap dislocating specialist on planet Earth, if they have to. Um, but to play at that level with that's if there's no damage on top of the knee. I mean, how long does that take? And then if that's the case, a Mahomesless KC team, six eight weeks maybe in two months, he comes back mid December. Where are they? Do they even stand a chance at you know making it through their out of their division? You know what I mean? It's it's a it's it's getting wild. This weekend's a very telling weekend. This might be the most important weekend we've had in football thus far in terms of deciding who's who. Uh, speaking of which, there are a couple games over in the NFC too. Um, I want to talk. I know the the Sunday night game um, that that's going to be a pretty wild one there. Um, Eagles Cowboys. Your Philadelphia Eagles taking on the Cowboys. Um, on the road, they're going into a Cowboy Stadium, two and a half point road dogs. Where's the money at for this? NFC East is the most con- every year over year. It's it's insane. It's just an absolute crapshoot. What are your thoughts on this division and how your Eagles are going here? Because everybody, they're a very polarizing team right now. Fans of the Eagles love them or absolutely hate them. You never really, you can't really get a gauge on it. Well, that's everything in Philly, Philly dude. <laughs> I mean, it's always love it. There is, there is no uh, warm area in Philadelphia. It's either love or hate. I mean, you listen to talk shows, radio talk shows on Monday morning. It takes you about three minutes to listen to one of those to know what the hell happened the day before. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, I, it's it's gonna, um, it, but a big one. Yeah, that they're both three and three in the NFC East. Um, Cowboys are favored by two and a half at home, which means the Eagle, we have the Eagles, the slightly better team. The uh, public thinks they're the better team. They see the value in taking the points at 75, 74% of the early betters are on Philly. Um, I think they're the better team right now. Um, that they, they, they crapped the bed big time last week. Um, uh, against the Vikings, that was really disappointing. Um, but the Cowboys, I mean, it, you know, talk about fool's gold, that hot start of theirs where they, uh, where they, where everybody's talking about them being a Super Bowl contender and, and, uh, and, uh, 
and uh, yeah, and then, since then they look like absolute garbage. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, I'm, I, I, I think the uh, Eagles are a smart play. I wish you could get him at plus three, but uh, it is what it is right now. Two and a half. Yeah, it's two and a half. It's just kind of a scary line there too. And I, I mean, I just make it. I, I just as a, as a habit, I just don't bet on the NFC East matchups because it doesn't really matter. It's just always like a, I don't know every, from year to year. It's always just a bloody screw up. I don't really know what the heck's going on with it. But I wanted to get your opinion on that because uh, this is the this is a primetime game, and I'm like I got to get some action in the primetime game. But you know the the dig the more I de- the deeper I dig, the less I feel like I can figure out about this matchup. Um, another crazy one though, and I want to know where the action is on this one, and that's the Saints at the Bears. And the Saints are three and a half point dogs playing against the Chicago Bears right now. The New Orleans Saints right now are Teddy Bridgewater or not, like are basically, you know, one of the top of the heap in the NFC here. Um, yet they're a, a road dog against the Bears. Are they saying that defense is just way too good for a guy who's four and oh? to go in there and against a Saints team who before Breeze went down was the actual front runner to come out of the NFC. They they bumped down when he went out, but then now now Bridgewater's 4-0. That defense is absolutely legit. They're going to go into Chicago and uh and right now Ozmakers are saying that they're uh, they're they're underdogs on the road. I mean, it's basically a pick 'em cuz it's a tough place to play, but I don't I don't think they deserve to be an underdog. This is a pick'em game. I don't know. What are you thinking? Where's the money on this? Um, I I disagree that uh, I I think that the Saints or the Bears should be favored. I am I'm surprised they're favored by three and a half. I I'd make it three tops, maybe two and a half. I mean, the Bears' defense is wicked, absolutely wicked. Um, it, it, it the Saints, yeah, yeah. I mean. It, you know, I'm taking the points there. You know, and that it, it just seems such, like such a public play to tell you the truth. Um, as the but the public is absolutely pounding the Saints as well. Uh, what is it? Yeah, about seventy percent of the action so far is on the Saints plus three and a half. And I have a hard time blaming them getting that extra hook on that three. You know, I, I would like I said, I right. think it'd be three tops. Maybe I'd make it if I was booking this game two and a half. Um, but. But we'll see, you know, it'll be an interesting matchup. You know, that that that, that Bears team, it's, it's just so, you know, they're off to a slower start than a lot of people thought. I know you weren't high on them. I remember that yep. when we had our discussion on the NFC North. So uh, kudos to you on that. But uh, that that's definitely a matchup that's going to be interesting on Sunday. Yeah, it's a really, really weird one. And I'm not a believer. I'm just not a believer in them. And, uh, I, gotcha. and that's throwing out the London game, too. Just just throwing it out. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. It, right? Okay. Um, yeah, interesting one. And then, and then maybe the most exciting matchup for Sunday right now is uh, Raven Seahawks right now. What the heck is it with the Seahawks? Like, I. By the way, they've lost me a lot of money this year. All of the money. Just they just have continually eked out just weird, gross wins too. Like they're ruining football for me. It's just not even fun watching the games that they put together. Um, yet they're now favored at home versus Baltimore. Mind you, it's only three points and it is three points, um, up in Seattle, which that might as well be like a six point stadium. It's so crazy up there. So granted they're only three point base, uh, but what Lamar Jackson and Baltimore are doing is, is pretty freaking nuts. He's unbelievable, but is this going to be the most fun game to watch maybe offensively, even though 
it might just be a crappy game altogether, but watching Russell Wilson, who's now the lead league for MVP voting odds um, against Lamar Jackson, not that they play against each other, but you know what I'm at. Yeah, no, it's going to definitely some really good games this weekend. Huh? It's a really good schedule. Some, uh, uh, but that that's a great one. I mean, unlike you know, I where I the last game we talked about the surprise it was three and a half. This one, I'm 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 not I I would think this one game would game be three and a half. But we did get some sharp action on the Ravens at plus three and a half. That's why it moved that down to three. Um, who is the public on? The public is on. Let's see here. Uh, it's about 50-50, so the, the action is split 50-50 right now, right down the middle. No it's way. the only game. So, uh, I yeah, love I mean, that. heck, the Russell Wilson, dude, I, I mean, how can you bet against this guy? The, the dude is just uh, he's on another planet, man. He's so damn good, and, and uh, like you said, he, he's the, 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 the favorite to win the uh, MVP now, especially with Mahomes out for god knows how long but um yeah that's def- def- definitely look for that forward to that game as well and here's the thing i just want to ask you from opinion side because i like the way he plays not similar to mahomes obviously mahomes is just an, on a, another like planet compared to most people um but as a bigger guy or sorry as a smaller guy I, i've been watching russell wilson play for you know five six years and you're like well he, he's gonna be the he's gonna be the nail at some point you know, the way he scrambles around and avoids contact. It's like at some point you're going to get hit. And when he does, because he's not a very big guy, it's not going to be a pretty sight. How does a guy like Russell Wilson stay healthy? And a guy like Patrick Mahomes, basically year two of, as a starter, makes it six weeks. Well, he didn't. He made it, made it three or four weeks in and he already got hurt. And he's not, he's not as crazy mobile. He's not scrambling as much. Um... How the hell does Russell Wilson not just have 47 concussions already and just fractured everything? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, uh, some guys are just like that. I mean, that injury last night, that Mahomes thing was a little freaky. I mean, what, what, what the, it's not like he was out running and got hit in the knee or just came up lame or something. That was a little quarterback sneak, right? I mean, yeah. how, safe to, how safe is that place? So I think that was kind of a freak kind of thing. Yeah. So. We'll see there um, with Wilson. I don't. Know. I think that maybe this is because he's shorter and more compact. I, I don't know. It's less target, less, <laughs> less. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah, you, you just you know what I mean. Just <laughs> more. Totally. And I, I this is I'm just pulling this theory out my yin yang, but but uh, you know he, it's closer to the ground and more compact, and he's so damn quick. I mean, you can't get a clean hit on him. He, even when you get him down, it's just not a. a a clean hit. He's freaking a little water bug just everywhere. Yeah, and I mean, I mean, I, by the way, I've like w- watching the games. I just watch intently to see how he does it. Now, I feel like there is a technique to like he does get out of the way of tackles. He he gets as much as he can, but he's got a very good. He's got really good instincts to just kind of get down right in time but he's just threading the needle there every time where you're like once again if he gets hit he's not ever going to be the hammer he's not cam newton out there who who like right can can err on the side of taking contact because he's the hammer most of the time but there's not yeah he was that's a good that's a good point you know cam was athletic as hell was um scrambled to hell but he was just burying people man he lowers damn shoulder and now what we now you see what we're getting with that i mean he just took on so many damn hits that that he's kind of the you know yeah he's paying the price uh, now 
Yeah, exactly. So, so I mean, whereas he was ex- athletic and a freak athlete, but he was using his freak power as well. And here we are with Cam. Yeah, and that's it. I guess just Russell Wilson just doesn't get hit. For me, I always felt it was like a matter of time, but then eventually you just go, no, he's just probably never going to get hit. Like, it's just how he's going to yeah. be his entire career. And he'll, get, like, he'll get hit when he slows down. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. 30 or 31, 32, and his wheels start slowing down a little yeah. bit. And, uh, people can catch him. I don't know. And, uh, you know, the... the, the uh, uh, the last team and last matchup I want to have that's that's super interesting um, to me right now. Um, it might not be to others, but I just want to uh, I just want to cover it because I'm going to put some freaking money on it. Um, <laughs> is uh, well, here's here's the deal. Um, the L.A. Rams are three point favorites on the road versus the uh, um, versus the Atlanta Falcons, who are an absolute shit show of a team. Swear to you, I got to dig up the articles of like there was just this small nucleus of pundits that talked about how Atlanta is going to be the sleeper awesome team of the year. They, I swear there was like a half a dozen articles that came out that said, holy crap, this is going to they're going to be back like in a big way and they could not be worse. Um, th- that being said, though, the Rams, who are the surprise terrible team of the season this year. You know, when you have an offensive line that bad and you can't protect your quarterback whatsoever, you know what you do? You go and buy the best or the, the best available cornerback in the league, right? <laughs> Obviously, right? So the, the Rams needed so much help on offensive line that they went and got Jalen Ramsey to cover the secondary. So um, your thoughts on how they're going to change their fortunes? Obviously, defense has been a, a major issue for them, um, um, ish, for the next, for this season anyway. Um um, your thoughts here on the on Rams minus three going on the road to take Atlanta, who, by all intents, I mean, basically, the, I, I don't even know who they are. They're they're a they're a B league team right now in Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta sucks. There's no two ways to say it. Um, they they they're god awful. Um, but yeah, the Rams are the wild card there. I mean, you know, I started season three and zero, um, including win win versus uh, you know win versus. Uh, the Saints in that rematch game looked great there, and uh, at the Browns, um, and then they just since then the bottom fell out. Yeah. Home to the Buccaneers, giving up fifty-five freaking points to the guy, it's a freaking Jemais Winston at the Seahawks. No shame there, and then you know they lost that home to the Forty ers big a huge divisional game, and. You know, no shame losing the four ers but they were at home and they lost by double digits. So you know the defense blows. Um, their offense is struggling. Um, seven freaking points on the board last week. So shoot, the, the public loves the Rams this weekend. Eighty percent of the bets are on the Rams, but I, I I can't I can't put any money on them as a road favor of three or more against anybody you know maybe minus of course the the dolphins or the or the dead skins but uh but and i know the falcons suck but holy hell i, I mean <laughs> I, I i don't know they still have some players there who knows i i can't touch that one just the way the rams have been playing the last three weeks yeah it's it's almost inexplicable i mean somebody said it i think i was watching the game and they they I don't know where I was. Maybe it was at a podcast or something. Somebody said, uh, like, 
and I hate this like, you know, big overarching, like full explanations, right? It's obviously more nuanced and complex than this, but I, 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 it just struck a chord with me to say that like, maybe everyone just kind of figured out McVeigh after the Super Bowl last year. They just went and watched that tape of what the Patriots did to them. And everybody was just like, oh, I, we get what this guy's up to. And then that's it. And then it just was over. It's just over for him. I know Gurley's out or Gurley's this or Gurley's that. They just, it just feels like they were, Goff was masked behind a clever, creative offensive scheme that nobody had really seen before. Gurley was a maniac, granted, but, um, and that in itself protected Goff and helped him in a, in a point or to a point that, uh, that they were able to hide behind this creative, you know what I mean? These layers take a bit of Gurley out take a bit of the creativity because it's not so new anymore. And then that offensive line goes down by a tick and they go from, by the way, like, you know, with the best scoring team in the NFC last year, goes to the Super Bowl to less than average, below average on every category. No, absolutely. Um, We'll we'll see. You know, the the NFL is a funny thing. You always got to remember that every year. And I always remind myself that, so much changes from year to year. You had these damn teams, and and remember the old Super Bowl hangover, right? I yep. mean, I, I'm not going to quote the exact stat, but it's something like uh, I forget what the hell it is, but it's like you more way more often than not the team that loses the Super Bowl it doesn't even make the damn playoffs the next year, and and the Rams are well on their way to that. You know, they're three and three, the lost three in a row, and, and again, you got to look at the freaking division they play in that they play the best division in football right now so how how are they going to be able to overcome the seahawks who look great and the niners who are one of two undefeated teams in the, in the league um who, who knows but i mean they, i think they got the talent to do it i mean it was this you know what nine ten months ago when they were playing for the title but uh we will see it's gonna be interesting very, very interesting. Well, it's a big week here. This is like the midseason. Bye weeks are coming in. Guys are starting to get injured. This is where this is where betting on football gets fun. Um, we got a second here. Last last thing I want to talk about. Hey, the Buffalo Bills, 17-point home favorites against the Miami Dolphins. The only time that they were more than 16 and a half points um, ever was at 1993. Jim Kelly was the quarterback. They went to the Super Bowl that, that year was the last time they were maybe, I think it was more than 14. I don't know. The fact is they're 17 versus Miami. Biggest point spread in two decades here. Uh, the Buffalo Bills, super for real here. I mean, they would be undefeated had they, had they you know, only not lost to the only other undefeated team in the AFC right now. So we know they're going to crush Miami, but how legit really are the Buffalo Bills? Uh it's, it's, that's a tough one to say, you know. It's one of those teams that you look at their record and like, holy hell. <laughs> They're good, <laughs> right? I mean, totally. you're like, what the Bills? Yeah. They get, you know, they're what, what are they four and one here. Um, let's see who they'd be at Jets, eh. Giants, eh. Mm-hmm. at Titans, eh. Bengals, and eh. so I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, their four wins are like, all right, dude. You know, let let's see you play a good team. And they played the Patriots great, so you know that that was their most impressive game was their their only loss. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but that defense is for real. Um, even though they played the Turkey teams, I mean, what sixteen points, fourteen points, seventeen points, gave up sixteen to the Patriots, and then seven. So they got pieces on defense, absolutely. Uh, so 
So, yeah, so how the hell are the Dolphins? I mean, Fitzmagic's going back to play his old team, oh, so so bring it on. But uh, that, that's going to be the most popular survivor pick of the weekend. That's for dang sure, including me, I believe. Oh, man, that's going to be a scary one there. Trap game, everyone's saying, could be it. You know, division division rivals, it's never as cut and dry as they say. Um, Dave Mason, thanks so much for doing this. What you guys got going on over at betonline.ag that uh, people need to know about? Well, the usual. I mean, all, all, it's that time of year, uh, you know, starting Tuesday when all four sports are uh, – four major sports are on, on, in, on the go at once. We have dime lines for the playoffs in the World Series up to minus 185. NHL is underway. We have reduced juice on, on NHL. NBA starts Tuesday while well, the earliest openers for NBA games and, uh, you know, NFL college football. We've been talking about that every week. So everybody should know what we got going on there. Also, please make sure you, uh, we got the perfect parlay. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Every week. Yeah. Tell we me about a that. Guy, a guy flirted with a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> last week and he went, he won 15 and one, one more pick and he would have won a hundred grand. Yeah. So go make your picks, folks. Go make your picks at the perfect parlay. Oh, man. Absolutely love it, Dave. Thanks so much for doing this. Love your insight. Um, folks, uh, check out betonline.ag. You want to place any of these bets, use promo code REVIEW, and you can get a little extra money in your account. And then plus all of these wicked contests, you can refer a friend. Everything's available at betonline.ag. Uh, thanks for doing this, Dave. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Looking forward to it. Enjoy your weekend. You too.